It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. I got the keys for just coming in and coming for music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be Tony. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk Melon Bunny. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! Wanna see what Spider-Man number one looks like? I guarantee he blows the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us because we're going to help you take it up a notch. To my left. Oh, did I say we have the usual suspects in the building? I didn't say that, did I? I wasn't listening. He was, he's, like, I, he's like, I don't listen to this show. Mm. No, I don't li- Look, to my left, that gentleman, he is our riddle. Inside of an enigma. Trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Jay's like, you know, I just kind of, if I can, I try to find something interesting to do while this show's happening. No, the intro is the singing. This so sh- I don't listen to that part. I kind of put this show on in the background while I do important things. Joe, <laughs> 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 we... Are we your Wednesday night background show? <laughs> is that what it is? Like that—that that makes a lot more sense. Like, if you put it, if you told me that, I wouldn't be as hard on you as I am sometimes. No, like, it's not. In fact, I'm extra prepared this week. Oh, good. I'm glad you. I, I read a comic. Oh, what? Oh no! Damn it! What comic did you read, Joe? I read. I must have called the wrong show because I, I thought I heard Joe say he read a comic. <laughs> I actually read two comics. I read the Jindy Tartakovsky, uh, Luke Cage comic, Uh and I read the, I forgot the title, but it's the Miss Marvel Spider-Man. Champions. Yeah, Champions. The Champions, number one. Got it. Right. Okay. Hey, I'm not mad at it. Um, On Skype. (laughs) (laughs) On Skype. (laughs) He is next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is our intrepid senior reporter, Oz Core. 
that an old joke? No, it just me. I just figured you shouldn't be a cub reporter anymore. You've been on the show long enough, right? Oh, senor, because I'm Mexican. I, <laughs> I said you are a trepid senor reporter. <laughs> Freaking Univision up in this booch. That's not right, man. That's not right at all. I don't know why, why you had to make it racialized. I don't know why. Huh? <laughs> also on Skype, the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine vulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? What up with you, man? How are you? I'm, 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 I'm all right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, there we go. It's going to be one of those shows. I love it. I love it. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes I get to be the one in charge of wrangling this group of misfits into something in the semblance of a show about comic books. You Welcome put to the Fantastic man Form. In Amanda Waller. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I do. I put the man in Amanda Waller. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today because we're going to talk to you about a lot of comic books, apparently. I, l I love it because I know that uh, Moses is going to share some thoughts with us on uh, Shade the Changing Girl. I do know that. And then, as you heard earlier, Jay read uh, the <coughs> new Luke Cage number one and the new Champions number one. Uh, <laughs> nice. Look, I I actually was going to talk about Death of X number one because that came out last week as well. And that's a story I personally have been waiting to hear or waiting to, to read for some time now. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. There's plenty of news. Uh, I'm sure that we have more Luke Cage Netflix stuff to talk about. And I'm sure that there's like other stuff that you guys want to talk about. And we're going to go ahead and tell you how it is you can do that. How it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But first, uh, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, and we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics, whose awesome commercial you heard before this started. Give them a call. You can call them right now. Order some comic books. Get it shipped to your house. You should do that. 310-538-3198. Um, <laughs> exactly. And I uh, miss doing that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad. Now that, look, that warms my heart. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do it slightly more often. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it when you miss it again. Uh, so, I, I did promise you guys that I would tell you how to get down with the forum, huh? I, I don't know. I blanked for a second. I was like, so. I was like, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what, what, what I'm supposed to say after that. So, I'm like, uh-oh. Like apparently, you don't listen to the show either. I was like, wait a minute. Who's this guy talking? <laughs> I was like, Who, who's this moron? I don't like listening to him. I'm going to switch to a different show. I was having a conversation with Joe earlier, Mo, about how he, he uses Fantastic Forum 
as the show he plays in the background on Wednesday nights while he does more important things. <laughs> That's true. <Yeah>. <laughs> but it used to be more so in the past. Now it's not so much. Yeah. Well, he read he read two books, so I can't be mad at him. I'm yeah, like, man, like, I'm like, you know what? That's one more than you read. That is one more than I read. I agree. I mean, hey, trust me, if we all read two books, that would just be four comics that we didn't talk about on a show. <laughs> we all, look, it would just be like, no, no. Um, so you want to get down on Fantastic Forum? You want to talk to us? Tell us what it is you think about the comic book news of the week. Uh, what it is that you've been reading or watching? Uh, what it is you're looking forward to? You can do that. There's a few different ways to do it, in fact. First and foremost, we have the Skype line. It's the free internet soft phone. You put Fantastic Forum in your contacts, hit the green button, and guess what happens? You'll be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Or you can jump into uh, the chat room, chat.allgames.com, allgames.com slash chat, uh, allgames.com slash live. Any of those will take you to the All Games chat room, and we will go ahead, take comments directly out of chat, and bring them into the show, such as... Um, Tiger Claw, who says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Uh, did you guys go to NYCC? There was plenty of news from there. I, I believe that. I believe that. And I don't believe any of us went to New York Comic Con. Uh, I went. Oh, I'm sorry. Mo went. Mo didn't go to New York Comic Con. You know how mad I'd be if Mo went to New York Comic Con and didn't tell me he was going? I'd be really mad. You yeah, know I, was the, I was the invited guest of honor. Oh, Yeah. Did they think that you were, were Joe Quesadilla? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Derek H is in chat. What up, Derek H? He says, Oscar is Mexican? No, he's white now. Oh, no. He's, Oscar is still Mexican. Yeah. Well, Os Oscar. Mexican American. No. See, that's the problem. Oz is Mexican like Marco Rubio is friggin what is he cuban i don't know who that is that's okay what nationality is marco rubio what american cuban, cuban american there you go yeah he's like that kind he's he's uh he's mexican like what's that other guy that looked like the penguin that was running <laughs> uh that looked like the penguin oh you're talking about uh <laughs> you're talking about ted cruz yeah, <laughs> He's Mexican like Ted oh, the, the Canadian that tried to run for office. Well, yeah, I meant that I was. He didn't finish saying it. He's he's, a, he's Mexican like Ted Cruz is American. <laughs> I wish he was American like Usain Bolt was. That's funny, like Usain Bolt. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Okay. So. We should start. <laughs> like that now's the time, right? This is is this a good point to begin? It yeah. feels like a good time. Yes. Okay. On my mark then. Three, two, one, show. Good so job. Talking about spawn All right, what movies. first? Comics <laughs> or news? Um you, wait, what did you say, Mo? Uh I segued into the spawn movie. Oh, Wait, is there Spawn movie news? Did, did Todd McFarlane... Wait, is this 20 years ago? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm mad. A... I'm still mad that 20 years ago is like 96. <laughs> that doesn't feel like 20 years ago, but I guess it is. 
So what happened with news? Or what happened with Spawn? Well, um, Todd McFarlane uh, did a Facebook Live video today. And he showed a page of the script. So he's whittling it down. It's at like 184 pages right now. You should just go with that. Yeah, I mean. I watched two hours and 20 minutes of Spawn. Uh, I'd rather it be a little longer. Then two hours and 20 minutes? It's not necessarily like a two hour, three, maybe a two hour movie, but it's not necessarily a three hour movie. Because it's, you know, there's action sequences. Actually, that makes it longer. I don't, I don't know what, what, what are you doing in a three hour Spawn movie? Like, what's happening that needs to be there? Like, it's not Lord of the Rings. It can be. I don't think so. Not the first one. The first one shouldn't be. If he does, like, a Cogliostro movie. So, like, we'll do Medieval Spawn. Yeah, that'd be tight. <laughs> I, I, like, if, I, mean, I mean, are they going off of the first one? Nah, it's new. Hey, in fact, it. in the script pages, you can, you can read them. I mean, you can read the page. It's on, uh, on our Twitter, Fantastic Forum on Twitter. One word. Um, I posted the picture. And it's um, it's a conversation between somebody named Danny and Twitch. Mm. So it looks very, I mean, just it looks dialogue heavy just for that page. But what what if Dan is actually Sam, and they're like, Sam didn't didn't pull that great. I think we have to change his name to Dan. <laughs> Dan well, it Twitch. wouldn't be Danny. Like that big fat dude is not a a Danny. He's Dan. You know, like, big fat people are named Dan. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, so fat people can't be named Danny? Is that what we're saying? I mean, they can, but not that guy. Like. Oh, Sam can't be a Dan? Nah, Sam would be a Dan, not a Danny. Oh, gotcha. Like, so you got you got Danny Tanner in Full House. Right. And you got Dan Connor in, in uh, Roseanne. You know, they didn't call him Danny Connor. Mm. You're making a good point. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. overweight men. You can't be Danny. Once you get over a certain weight, you just turn to Dan automatically. People yeah. will it's like they'll a, cut that NY it, off. It's part of the um, the Disability Act. <laughs> what are you going to say, Jay? So I'm thinking like the three hour Spawn movie is basically, you know, the birth of Spawn, him getting used to his powers, intercept with intercept with uh, Sam and Twitch investigating, and then with the third act being Celestia coming after him. Uh, is that another one of the angels? No, that is Heaven, Celestia. Oh, Heaven and Spawn is called Celestia? Uh, from hey. my memory, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's been years since I read Spawn, but... Oh, okay. I, but I, that sound. I mean, I like everything you just said. I just don't see that that it has to be... It hey, doesn't have to be. I would like link. it to be. I think you would get an hour of Homeboy before it becomes Spawn, so you, know, you get to know the character. Oh, that sounds awful. Wait, you said an hour yeah. of what? I said in the first hour would be getting to know the the guy before he becomes Spawn. He wouldn't become Spawn to hour two. 
Yeah, I don't like that. See, like, that's awful. I don't need that at all. I need, I need, you know, us getting to know Al Simmons by like half the second half of part two. I mean, <laughs> I think that's one of the cool things about the comic is they start you off when he's born, and him having no memory means we're finding out about right. him at the same time like, he's finding he, out about him. He's kind of like bumbling around, and then the suit like helps him get steady in his new legs and stuff, and yeah, it's almost like a, a baby, yeah. Yeah. No, I I do like that, too, that we don't know who or like the idea that we might not know his background and learn it with him. So I guess we should ask the question, if we were making a movie, who would we get to direct it? Um, I would go ahead and grab the dude that's doing Black Panther. Yeah. Mm hmm. Is it because he's black? Yes. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not mad at that. Um I don't I don't know. I don't like I'm not I'm not sure who should direct. Snyder. No. <laughs> Guaranteed to be dark and violent, Snyder. All no, time. but in this case he'd probably be like, I'm over dark and violent. <laughs> I wanna make more cheery and hopeful. <laughs> Oh, I learned my lesson doing dark and gritty. That is funny. Snyder and Nolan. They need to fuck, have a baby, and then the baby directs the new Spawn movie. I think Raimi could do a good job with it. I'm not sure that's how babies work. You Raimi. don't know. Don't be sexist. Oh, you're right. Two dudes can have a baby. <laughs> they actually started testing with implanting uterus on guys so that they can carry the baby. Oh, yay. Now you have use for that belly of yours. There it is. I'm not doing it. Oh, you're doing it, Joe. <laughs> you're going to carry the Fantastic Forum baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Sam Raimi. I don't. Nope. I, I'm not sure that I would pick somebody that's already made a comic book movie. But. I don't I don't know, man. I would get like a, a more unknown kind of person that works in TV, like somebody that did that, the Daredevil episodes, you know. I could see that. Yeah, I know oh, the Luke Cage. If you're going black, <laughs> what does the, wait? What what does that mean? That if has nothing to do. With if you're it. going black, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I see that. That's a really well, good uh, idea. Getting I mean, like Simmons one of the Marvel dude, guys right? to do it. I mean. He, Al Al Simmons is a black guy, but in theory, in his past life, now he's just charred. Right, I mean, but you know they have to flash back to to his former life. Right, they have to. There's no way they're that not has going nothing to. to do with it. Like, I'm really just agreeing with Joe. They're gonna make Wanda <laughs> white anyway. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I mean, I think half of those suggestions are probably pretty good, though. I know, like, half of those people, if I heard that they were the person directing Spawn, I wouldn't be like, oh, no. The other half, or the, though. Or the Russo brothers. I, I mean, you know, I, I would say, though, I wonder if, how the Russo brothers feel about Spawn. I think I mean, we can all agree that the important thing is that Matt Damon gets to be Spawn, right? <laughs> Matt Damon can be the Spawn that... When Al Simmons, Simmons, he's everything. When Al Simmons tries to make himself 
like not look oh, like Spawn, and he turns himself into the white dude. Man, if Matt, Matt Damon, Damon could be that guy. That's was cool. Spawn. Oh my god, that would make the Spawn Batman crossover awesome. Oh, because it'd be Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, Matt Damon can be Spawn. He could just be the Spawn from issue two hundred. I don't know, man. A little short Spawn. No, it's a white dude. I know he's a white dude. I'm saying he's not short, though. Like uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's short. Yeah, they could fix that. They <laughs> did it for Wonder Woman. They could just Wonder Woman up. Matt uh, Damon. <laughs> Wonder Woman up. Matt Damon. Wonder Woman up, Matt Damon. Yeah. There it is. Because you don't let me say Hobbitize. Who won't let you say that? You, you didn't like it when I brought it up, when I said Hobbitize. What's wrong with Hobbitize? That's what Larry, he's like, no, that's not Hobbitizing. Well, because you're making him bigger. Right. They made Gandalf bigger. They didn't. They made the people smaller. That's not entirely true. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you, sir. In are only, scene, spe- are only scene, speaking half facts. <laughs> in, in the scene when Gandalf had the, the intervention with that crackhead Bilbo, <laughs> and then he'd like, give it to me, and then he wouldn't, and then he grew all big. Yeah, I mean. That's, oh. that's, that's, they, he grew all big. Okay, I mean, he, yeah, they made him that's, maybe bigger in a scene. But, what you t- but you're not, I mean, hobbitizing implies you're talking about the hobbits. Yeah, but if I say Gandalfing, you're like, oh, he's going to run around with a young kid? <laughs> <laughs> we call that Michael Jacksoning. Yeah. <laughs> that's called that's called Wood, Woody Allening. <laughs> I don't know. Or Wolverining. It's called Jared Subwaying. <laughs> that's no, funny. that's the $5 foot long. Whoa. Okay, moving right along. Those <laughs> girls weren't even that young, Joe. <laughs> we're we're not. Which ones? We're not gonna get in defense of Jared. We're we're good. <laughs> we're oh, good. They, they were. It wasn't one like seven. Oh, I didn't hear about them. I know he was like on the streets looking for like seventeen-year-olds. Oh no. Which is like still that legal. was that was him playing still, it up to like kind of. Well, so is jaywalking, sound. but you do that every day. Um, not with teenage girls. <laughs> okay, I, that's might be a lie. Maybe that's I do jaywalk with teenage that girls. That's illegal. Uh, uh, so Tiger Claw says, "How about Michael Bay directing Spawn?" Nope. Uh, might be the biggest Spawn fan. You don't know. Derek H says, "One hundred dollars says Wanda will be white." That's a possibility. It's like it's very seldom they let like two black people be in love on the screen. Well, for at people this point in movies, it doesn't matter what the race of the original character is. I mean, it it matters to some of us. Maybe yeah, it doesn't matter. to to us, uh, the the nerdy minority. Yeah. But the the people that go watch these movies really don't care. That's true, because like. Lord knows, like, I I did see how uh, the poor dude that's getting that's getting ready or that's playing Iron Fist basically had to like defend his spot 
It was like, I promise you, just watch it. I know I'm not Asian, but it'll be okay. Yeah, that's I so mean, he's stupid. He's not supposed to be Asian. Yeah, but people don't care anymore. Which, pro- which care. goes to Oz's point, the g- the general masses. It's like those of us that know Iron Fist, like understand that actually that guy needs to be a white dude. Like, that's it, the whole point. Yeah, it actually kind of messes up the character if he's not a white dude. If he was an Asian dude, it would just be like a stereotype. I've been like, saying it for years. Political correctness is ruining my movies. That's not political correctness. I know. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's ignorance and being blind to things. Like, it's actually really laziness. Like, all they could do is just go on Wikipedia. I mean, honestly, though, I do, I've do. i had conversations with people that are all for, you know, diversity in comics, in well, in mass media comics, I should say, or mass mass media comic book projects. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like TV, film, and a lot of the people, especially like that I've spoken to, that they might they might be into comics somewhat, but they're not necessarily into those characters. Like they they don't care. And honestly, there's some people that are into comic books that are just like. You know, I'm just more for diversity than I am for the characters looking like what they did in the books. Which, you know, for me, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I, I want them to look like what they look like in the books. But I know there's some people that like, I guess diversity kind of trumps l- the, the source material for them. Even I mean, though... You watch The Flash. Yeah. So you can't really say, like, you got black... Wally West in there. You got yeah. Black Iris West. Right, but but Black Black Iris West and Wally West pre- preceded the TV show. And I'm not saying that, you know, like, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with White Iris or Wally West. I, I would probably prefer that, even though Iris how is still happy, fly. How happy was Flash when White Wally West finally showed up again? <laughs> Well, I don't think the Flash didn't know Black Wally West at all, right? I think he might still be developing his powers. He he is, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think like he just met Black Wally West, if I'm not mistaken, right? In yeah. the comics, so he got he got two Wally West at the same time, basically. I think I I can't I won't lie to you. I have not been keeping up with the Flash comic book, like. I have a couple issues that I need to read, or not need, but but somewhat want to read. But the ones before you say need. That's no, okay. it's not. It's not need because I don't look. They're not that good, and it's unfortunate because I want them to be, but they're not. And I'm just like, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they're not. They're not terrible, but they're like maybe these. They introduced a, a new character. In, in the recent issues of Flash that is more along the lines of, of or at least looks like he's more along the lines of TV Zoom. Mm. And so I'm like, well, I'll read that and see if that makes it more interesting. But, it, like, this should not be the way that this goes. Like, it, it should not be like, oh, well, I'll read the comic and maybe it'll be good because it'll be more like the TV show. Like that, like I've never, I've never felt that way about any comic book, anything, like you know, but 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Hello. Hello. Hello, my name is Derek. I'm calling from uh, Glendale, California. For the I was calling to talk about uh, comic book TV shows, movies, and comic books. Yay! Derek H., it's good to hear from you, buddy. We, we've missed you. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> is he is he doubting? I'm, I'm not in the. I'm not in the. I'm 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 I'm, do, I'm hoping this show will help pull me out of uh, my gloom that I've been in for a few months. What what uh, are you gloomy about? Gloom for a few years, Derek. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, I guess it, 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 there's waves. So there's a uh, like my general level of gloom uh, is uh, I would I would happily be there. Uh, right now, if I can, if I could climb my way back up to just being uh, miserable, <laughs> oh. I'll be. Oh, jeez. It'll be a great thing. Well, let's work on it, Derek H. What what has you down, buddy? Well, who cares about what has me down? The the what what's bringing me up is uh, one. That's the, the right attitude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Luke Cage uh, show. I, I I I binged all of it uh, in. In a day and a half. Oh wow! Uh, I was done before before the sh- the site cr- before Netflix Netflix crashed on Saturday. Oh I was wow! Done with it. That's incredible. Awesome. The only like it, it it stopped. It didn't have the problems that a lot of the other Marvel shows on Netflix have, where they go like three episodes too long. Uh, this one only went maybe one episode too long, and. The, and unlike the other ones, this one had a real final fight. Like I never thought that Luke Cage was gonna lose at the end. Like I never thought you think any guys any these guys are gonna lose. But at least it looked like he actually had to fight somebody. Jessica Jones, that wasn't a fight at the end. She literally just walked up to the guy. Didn't she? She's like, she just walked up to him. I think and so. Daredevil, like it was uh, Electra. If you ask me, Electra did all the work. <laughs> so, so I like the fact that Luke Cage and the whole show. Uh oh, I lost everybody. I don't know why. On Skype, we're still streaming though. Sorry, you guys. Hopefully, they'll all call back. Um, I don't know what he was gonna say. <laughs> But but I, I he had me on bated breath. He has me on bated breath. I want I want to know what he was gonna say. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm sending feedback to Skype. They're like, hey, my call ended unexpectedly. Son of a son of a bit. It's not right. It's not right. Let's see if I can get him back. Uh oh. Oz? I'm here. Moses? What's up? Okay. I'm trying to see if I can get Derek back. I don't know you guys. Hello. What happened? Der- you're I don't the, know. I think... the call just dropped everybody for some reason. But you guys are back yeah, now, luckily. Uh, I, was, so, I was I was going on and talking. For like I, I believe minutes. it, Derek. I feel look. I feel, you'll you'll hear the archive. Like I, I was like, damn it! I want to I wanted to hear the end of that sentence. So you said now you it, guys. See, see, it's just another, another, uh, another instance of the world 
was beating me down. <laughs> making sure I don't get my opinions out. Well, well, you're back. So tell us, man. You said there was a real final fight. It didn't have the same issues as uh, the other Marvel joints. And then you were about to say, the thing is with Luke Cage is that... The, the bad guys, they had a good transition between the bad guys. Like, the, yeah. Uh, the main bad guy is okay. This is this guy gonna be the bad guy during the whole day? Oh no, somebody worse came, and then somebody said, oh, the somebody even worse came. But the the person that ended up being the final bad guy, that's the type of bad guy that can go on forever. Like, like that's the type of person that could conceivably like uh, uh, what do you call it? Like be almost kingpin like. Yeah. Uh, and and their bad guyness, which I which is where, where Luke Cage can't fight him. You know, like mm-hmm. can't can't fight the system. Uh, fight so the system. it's I just enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah, no, I I, I I agree with you. I was gonna get a little political, uh, uh, because when I called my mom and I told my mom that she should watch Luke Cage, and like she was like, "Oh, Derek, I don't," because she she's been around for a while. She's a, a grown woman, <laughs> and so she she knows what what happens when they have urban shows. <laughs> so she was like, she was like, Derek, I don't want to see a show where there's a, a bunch of uh, black people cursing and a white guy comes in and saves everybody. I was like, no, no, ma, it's all black people. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's all black people. She's like, really, Derek? I'm like, yeah. I, <laughs> I, okay. Ironically enough, that show that she thought it was are, Jay, are Jay's favorite types of TV shows. <laughs> ironically, he's like, where's the white people? <laughs> No, I like it it look, I will say Luke Cage is unapologetically black. And yeah. I felt I felt that way like you can tell that to me from like the first episode. Uh to look, to the point where there were white people that I saw on Twitter that were like I'm out. <laughs> like I'm not like I'm not watching this because I I've been watching it for 15 minutes and there hasn't been one white person that showed up. Obviously yeah, this is not for me. They? Like so, so, that's the same way I felt when I saw Supergirl, and it took them eight episodes to bring <laughs> Jimmy Olsen in. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and I, if it wasn't for Jimmy Olsen, it'd be all white people. And then this year, uh, the whole thing started out with Jimmy Ol- with Supergirl saying, "You know what, Jimmy? I'm not into you." Like, really, Supergirl? Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it hung up again. That's so strange. What are you doing, Jay? It sounded like you were saying spoilers. Oh, <laughs> I mean, might be me killing the killing the episode. It, look, I don't know what happened. You guys just went away again, just dropped. I don't know why, yeah. but it's okay. We're figuring it out. Yeah. It look, Jay hasn't seen Supergirl yet, so he doesn't want spoilers. But I'm sure, oh, I'm sure it's not really like it's, it's not really a, it's not really a spoiler when oh no, Supergirl does not. End up with the black guy? Really? <laughs> you didn't see that Did, wait. Uh, it's like, why? And you know, that's all, you know, racism at work, too. Like, they don't want to piss off the people that are watching it. Well, what they perceive the people that are watching it would think, you know? As soon as they got to the CW, the CW has uh, 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 some rules and regulations. They got, look, we got one interracial couple up here. On Flash, and we ain't, and we're making sure they don't they don't even get to kiss. They're, anytime they kiss, we wipe out the timeline. <laughs> make sure, 
Yeah. <laughs> One of these days, I'll get to Luke Cage. What are you waiting for? Well, Supergirl came here. back. Arrow's he, back. He, he's waiting I for got all these other shows to, to watch. It. He's waiting for what, Mo? For, for Iron Fist to be in it. <laughs> See, I, I heard you guys talking earlier about Iron Fist, and uh, I was talking, once again, I was talking to my mom about comic books. That also shows you where I'm at in my life right now. And I was I was explaining Iron Fist to her, and I said, "Rod, the problem with Iron Fist is that it was built, it was made in the '70s, and like honestly, I don't think it should come back. Like it's it was built. I, you guys can love Iron Fist all the time, all all you want, but it was built in a era that we really don't need to go back to, where we have the white kung fu guy going in the theater and thing. Yes, yes, it makes sense to the story, but the story I think is flawed." So you know, that's, though, that's my issue with Iron Fist. I will that's say because you never read the Eternal Iron Fist. Ugh, how many Iron? How many? How many versions of it do they have to make before they say, "Oh, oh, you know, this one is okay." Only two. Okay. No, but mm. it's it's true though, because like Iron it's Fist, like, it, there's the Iron Fist title that's the same Iron Fist whether you read Heroes for Hire or anything or anything recent. And then there's Eternal Iron Fist, and that was a limited run. But, you know, I will say that, you know, Iron Fist, though it was based in the 70s, it wasn't like, it wasn't straight, like, exploitation type stuff, you know? It's like, not American Ninja. Right, right. It's not It's not Kung Fu. It's like, it. it's a little like bit more. Of those shows. <laughs> it's a little bit more aware of itself and and what it's doing. Not a lot because it was still a comic book and they weren't trying to go too deep with it. But I mean, it's Marvel. It's not like Mar. I mean, the it's the same company that you know. Yeah, like I mean, even when you talk about Luke Cage, it's not like Luke Cage was just black exploitation for black exploitation's sake. Like Luke Cage actually it is now. It's it's not black exploitation now. Why is it? Did did you read it? Oh, oh, you're talking about the number one. Yeah. Oh no, I haven't, I haven't read it actually. So you can tell me, we, you can tell us all about that in a minute. But <laughs> it's just like it is now. <laughs> Jeesh. But, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's like, it, it was more aware of of the era that it it came up in. I mean, even the whole idea, like you know, like the dude was friggin'. C convicted of a crime that he didn't commit and had to, like, you know, friggin' fight the system to be free. It's like, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't know. It depends on how you want to look at it. Some people might be like, oh, that's exactly black exploitation, but I, I don't know. I, I feel it's like, the and, and, and then, and then on top of that, it's like the, the way that Luke Cage, like how he is represented now is and now I'm not talking about just the Netflix series, but I'm talking about like how he's been being represented in the more modern era of comics. I feel like they can do something like that with Iron Fist as well, where you know I I know they're going to be aware of it because they they understand what they're doing. I mean, Marvel's not going to walk into it blindly and just be like, oh well, you know, of course, the best the best or or the most uh, powerful mystical martial artist. 
of course he's a white guy because you know white people are better at everything. They're not gonna they're not gonna pull that move. But that that speech that Luke Cage gives when when that kid has the gun behind his head, that is that was like such a powerful speech. Really oh, well I, written. I thought I thought you would have hated it. No. <laughs> okay. I, I haven't seen seen an episode since, but I mean it's not bad. <laughs> no, no, it like, it is a good speech. I agree. I agree. No, but Luke Cage, I mean that joint was amazing. I can't. So I'm just saying, you gotta trust Marvel because they've been doing a pretty good job with these Netflix stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which you know, again, it it bothers me that there's not more of a crossover. Like between the TV and the movie stuff, like, and I, I think ultimately, they'll just well, they'll realize they have to change that. But don't speak too soon. Uh oh, uh oh. Did me. we even play news music? No, we didn't. Huh? No, we didn't. Do you want me to? No, it's cool. Okay. Um, I haven't read the article yet, but the <laughs> the, the, the the headline is. Russo's talk Captain Marvel and Daredevil in Avengers Infinity War. Will they appear? So it's at a movie pilot. Let's see. Well, the Russo pilot. brothers did talk in the in the Civil War uh, commentary. They mentioned the Netflix shows a couple of times, uh, where they they mentioned the characters from the Netflix Netflix shows, which is odd because I had heard that there was supposed to be a strict you know, separation between the movies and the and, and the TV shows, but they were talking about it like they were like they're aware of the shows and like this part of the movie uh, almost referenced like when you're talking about the um, like Queens, he's like, yeah, this is uh, the same area that like Luke Cage and and uh, Jessica Jones would would be in, so it kind of makes sense to be like the the way it looks and and. That, I was kind of surprised uh, that I think that's because the, the, they were surprised that the Netflix shows were so good. I don't think Marvel even expected the Netflix shows to be as good as they are. And so now I think they're going to be allowed to overlap at least a little bit. I don't see why not. They're all the same universe. I mean, they do reference the movies in the shows. Right. And then also, too, I mean, just for the type of story that I know that I believe and probably most of us believe that they're going to try to tell with this last or these these latest Avenger movies, it's like you need everybody. Like you you need as many heroes as you can put on screen as possible. So it's weird that Shield hasn't showed up in, in Shield should have shown up in at least a couple of Netflix episodes by now, right? Well, are you are you watching Agents of Shield? Yes. Okay, so I mean, you know, Shield is kind of like a. a was like a shadow organization up until just, you know, this week. Yesterday. Right. <laughs> so it's like maybe we'll see more of them now that there's like a new a new shield that's like, you know, can be out in the open. But, you know, shield kind of put itself in the shadows or whatnot up until or for the most part. And that's that would be why you probably wouldn't see them. But. I agree. I mean, it would it would be nice for all of those things to like at least not anything. Not they don't have to cross over in any huge way, but in just some way where it's like okay, good. Like you know, we could yeah. almost get a Marvel Knights now. That's true. 
they actually looked at the camera and winked. <laughs> this is the first time they. This is the first time they, they talked about Gotham, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like openly talked about Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Cause nobody. I mean, because of the show, nobody can. But that's interesting. That I mean, just what, screwed up. They gotta. They gotta shut that show down. Just out of out of curiosity, how many of you guys and actually did watch Supergirl? And if you're listening and or and are in chat, you know, maybe just hit a one if you watch Supergirl. The on new on, one. Yeah, that when it went to CW. I didn't get a chance I to see it. it yet. Yeah, and you watch it, Derek? Did you watch it, bro? Uh, no. Nah. nah, okay. Right. I'm I was too busy Friday. watching uh, Ink Master reruns. <laughs> <laughs> did did I mean Oz? Did you like it? Um, I don't physically. I don't like the guy they got as Superman. He just doesn't look right. Uh, but he plays it well. I mean, it's. It's a happy Superman and a bumbling Clark Kent. What, what else can you ask for? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, that's kind of. I mean, I didn't like the stuff that I saw, but if he pulls off that Superman, right? Like, I can't be mad. You know, he he pulls out Clark Kent a lot better. Now, like, I, think I, in, uh, cat, I think he was boning that cat girl for a while too. <laughs> oh, she wants it. What? In real life or in the show? In the show. In the show. Well, well, Harrison Ford's been getting that for for decades, so. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. That's yeah. locked down. So. Is she, that she his? Made him, is that his wife or something? Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford's married to Callista Flockhart. Yeah, they, that's for years. Yeah, that's like, been going on for a long so, time. Since, since before Ali McBeal. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, she locked that down quick. That's crazy. Yeah. And you liked the show too, Derek? Did you like Supergirl? I like Supergirl. I don't like the um, the side characters. I don't like Jimmy Olsen. I don't like uh, her nerd, her nerd non boyfriend. Right. Toy I don't. Yeah, toy I don't, Man yeah. Junior. Yeah, Mini Toy Man. I don't like her sister. Like, if it was just, if it was just Supergirl, it'll be so much better. I think. Because they have to shoehorn all these bad characters in around this person who, if they brought, like, I, I, I will keep saying this, if they just made her into new, super, new angry, new Super 52 Supergirl, I'll be more than happy. But the current one, I'm, I'm good with. It's not as the great as it is, could be, but it's if, okay. If so you didn't, didn't like, you didn't like Superman, though? Eh, he was okay. I mean, I, I don't want to see him every time because this is not the Superman show. I don't, I don't, I, I like this. I like how they got him out of there. He was like, "Well, I can't be a part of this if you have kryptonite." So I got to go. Okay, whatever. Just, just, just go. Just go home. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need like, you need you around. He's a he's a goddamn liar too, because he does <laughs> he, he does say, "Oh, I'm not sticking around. I'm just here for for a little bit." And then he's like, "You know what? I think I'm gonna move down here for a little bit." I think it's kind of yeah. creepy that him and Jimmy Olsen have been talking about banging his cousin this entire time too. That's kind of, it's kind of creepy if you ask me. Well, I, I see. I mean, it's a black Jimmy Olsen, so he probably called up Superman like, "Hey, what's up with what's up with your bitch? Why ain't why ain't your cousin? You know?" Wait, you what? Know? What, is, what is this, Oz? What is <laughs> what, what is this? All, all of a sudden, I don't, I don't understand all the lingo. What up? What, what up with your bitch? Like that's not how you talk to somebody about their cousin. You know that they talk like that. 
I, I know plenty of black people that talk like that. No? Uh, yeah, he, he's been listening to Amos and Andy. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm like, I look, none, none of the black, none of the black people that you look that are close, you're closest to speak like that. <laughs> oh, no, I got out of the hood as soon as I could. I'm just saying. Crazy. I don't think that's, I don't think that's what Larry meant, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a, are we done with Supergirl? Yes. Okay. Uh, Weapon X on Instagram. W P O N X is the movie's official account, and it's posting pictures. And they posted a picture of a dude in a white suit that people are thinking is arcade. Wait. Does he have red hair? It's a black and white picture. Uh, from watching a bunch of black and white movies, it looks like it might be red hair. Wait, for what movie? For Logan, you don't put like arcade. I don't Arcade's know. Arcade's a weak ass villain. Arcade barely beat I a bunch of kids. I saw another picture where they said it was Mr. Sinister too. Oh, that's definitely not Mr. Sinister. No, not that one. But it was another picture that they were oh. saying is proof that Sinister's in it. I mean, I that, like arcade. Arcade, arcade is cool. But, or arcade can be cool. Maybe that's the way to say it. Right. But, like, but arcade's not the guy you put in your like last Wolverine movie, right? Like not no. the big bad guy. No, he's not. Actually, I would save him for. Well, never mind what I would do. I would have saved him for a good Spider-Man X-Men crossover. Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. I know, I but it's, it's a, like the uh, video game. Right. Just put him in an episode of the Runaways TV show and never never talk about him again after that. I you would be I would like to see him in a Runaways TV show. It'll probably be who Wolverine beats up like before the credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to see Arcade like jobbed, but it'd be cool. I mean, if you look at the picture, I I don't have chat here, but let me see. If you give me a few minutes, I will. Yeah. Uh, but I'll put it in there. It cool. looks like a, a TV arcade. Oh, well, yeah? Like like, a, a, like a, a TV show, you know. I would think uh, arcade. 90s right? TV show arcade. Oh. Not it's... like right now Game of Thrones HBO arcade. <laughs> Now that I think about it, Arcade actually could be a pretty cool bad guy for Logan. You think so? If you do it right. Like, <laughs> if you if you make it like that one movie, uh, what is it called? The Collection? Like, that could be kind of tight. What, which movie is The Collection? The guy with the haunted, or not haunted, but the booby-trapped house. And so they try to go in and they get keep getting killed by the traps. Home Alone? What? Home Alone? <laughs> Home no, Alone. The collection. But I'm saying like that that I feel like that doesn't work for a Wolverine movie though because you're not going to kill him with any traps. No, but if you throw a couple of people in with them like whoever's holding his hand <laughs> in the poster. <laughs> like the little kid? 
Yeah. Oh, no, wait, that's Deadpool. It's yeah. Dead, it's Deadpool. <laughs> revealed that that's Deadpool's hand. That would be funny. Because remember he had the baby hand in the movie? Yeah, yeah, that would be funny. All right, I put that link in chat to that picture of... Uh, Thank you, Mother. Supposed arcade. I mean, it could. It looked like it could be like somebody that got out of prom and was a little <laughs> drunk. And Wolverine had to say, here, young kid, don't go drinking and driving. Oh, that's not a good picture. That, that does not make me want to see that movie. Yeah. They should not have used that image. It's like I said, man, 1990s TV TV movie arcade. Is that the but guy the from is, is that the guy from uh, uh from The Hangover? Nah, man, that's a young dude. Yeah, that's um Yeah, that doesn't I don't know. It does look like prom more than arcade, even though I guess arcade wears like a tux, but not a cummerbund, yeah, I mean, right? Like if you look at Yeah, he doesn't wear the cummerbund. Like he looks like bad prom, like not, not so much prom, but it, it does look like a bad suit, you know? Yeah. Huh. Like I guess if he didn't have the cummerbund. Yeah, he would look, look like arcade. Yeah. They should have went with the ascot. Yeah. Just like Charlie. <laughs> they should make that one. Comic book you don't need, movie. you don't laugh, Larry. You don't know what I'm talking about. I you told me last time because last time I was like, well, I don't know what we're talking about. About no. Ascot? No, about who Charlie is because I didn't get it. Oh, who, oh, who's Charlie? Yeah. So what else happened at NYCC? <laughs> uh, there was. They gave away posters for when I was there. I got a, a poster giveaway for <laughs> <laughs> for Iron Fist, and they showed the trailer. Oh yeah, what'd you guys think of that? Did you you didn't get to see that trailer yet? Huh? No, I didn't. I should have showed that I, to you. That's my. Thought. I didn't see it either. Really? What about? Yeah, I, what? Oh, good. No, no, go ahead. What about you, Derek or Oz? You guys seen the yeah, trailer for I, Iron Fist? I saw it. It was a it was a watered down Daredevil. Why? Wait! Why is it a watered down Daredevil? So watered down Daredevil, except he can punch. Except at the end, he punches a big door. Like that's it. That's, like it's just everything else. I was like, oh, this is what I saw. A blind guy do this, so I'm not that impressed. Like that. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you think of it, Oz? Very insightful. I liked it. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> it, it looked. It looked right. Yeah. The only thing is, I don't like he's scruffy. Yeah, uh, that's that's one of the things I don't like about it because I've seen art, not so much the the actual trailer, but like the pictures. Yeah. And then from the stuff that I saw before, it didn't seem like they were doing the rich guy thing. I think they're gonna do it because it seems like he the- he looked like he was meditating. From the trailer, it looks like he's he, he'll probably have money, but you know we'll see. But his uh, tattoo did not look like a tattoo; it looked like it was a uh, like a sharpied on. 
and uh, that I'll give his you. body's supposed to be sick. Like he should be. He should have like eight, like an eight pack or a twelve pack or something. He's like a maybe he's just starting out or something. But every time I see Iron Fist in the comics, like he has like some like just crazy ripped. Yeah, he's like you can say that about any character in comics. No, yeah, but not it, Captain it, America. With, with Iron Fist, it's like it, it's really prominent because he does pull off lo- those like um, Bruce Lee poses, you know. Word. The tattoo did look a little, a little fake. Yeah, no, it, that's true. Like that is a a criticism that you can't really get away from. But uh, it, I don't know. I mean, to me, it seemed like it was going to be pretty good still, though. Like, I, I know that I was a little worried because I knew how much trouble they were having with that particular production. But now I kind of feel like, OK, now this is it's going to be all right. Marvel and Netflix have burned my trust for their shows. So I'm going to uh oh, you still there? It's a conspiracy. Right. Look, Oz was talking good about Marvel, and everybody was like, no. Yeah. It looks like. Uh, oh, I see what this is. Oz is drunk. <laughs> That's why he was talking good about Marvel. He's like, is, Man. Doctor, is Doctor Strange going to be a part of the Defenders? Isn't he uh, like a founding member of the Defenders? Yeah, but... yeah, but they're not. But they're not doing those. You know, the good Defenders. Like, <laughs> right. look, the the Defenders is getting the Guardians of the Galaxy treatment, basically. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. Even though, even though like they don't want to call New Avengers, you know, like because they're actually making New Avengers, but they don't want to call it New Avengers. They call it Defenders. You know, but they could have used other names. Like, I, they could have totally used... No, because they already have... It's branding. They already have, like... What are they going to call it? Secret Avengers? No, I mean... Uncanny Avengers? No, no like, I'm not no, saying they, they... use any Avengers at all. I mean, there's other groups. Like, they could have totally been... Uh, They, they totally could have been, like... The champions. They could have been... Nah, they can't be the champions. Why not? Like the comic book people don't want to be the champions. <laughs> Why can't they be the Marvel should, Knights? That's they the best be brand the East ever. Coast Avengers because they're all they, up in that area. They wouldn't be Marvel Knights because they, 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 that's too much branding. Like they don't have to call themselves Marvel, they just be the Knights. The Knights, yeah, they're not gonna call themselves the Knights. Yeah. That's dumb. That's like a shitty, like, uh, <laughs> junior high volleyball team. <laughs> Right. Isn't Doctor Strange the name Sanctorium, like right Gotham in the middle of like Hell's team. Kitchen or something? That's true, Gotham City Knights. Wait, what'd you say, Derek? Yeah. Isn't the Sanctum Sanctorium like right in the middle of Hell's Kitchen? I I, I don't know if it's in Hell's Kitchen Not, itself, it's but it's there, close. But... It's right in it's like right in the middle of New York and not like the nice part. Like the part that's like, awesome. <laughs> like it would be kind of, I think it would be kind of hard for him. Like for they're making a movie, kind of hard for them. He just walked down the street, and you, like he'll be walking past where 
Daredevil and the hand is like, and wait, the hand, that's who he's fighting. I just figure out what the Doctor Strange movie is. <laughs> you it's think he's fighting that. the hand? It's not the hand? No, it's him. You know, I don't know about you guys, but when you take a four-way hit of acid, you got to kind of bring yourself down. You got to take a lot of, eat a lot of oranges. And what? What are we talking about? That—that's what Doctor Strange is. Is basically, he's like way in over his head in this like mystical shit, and he's got to, you know, he's got to walk his way through it. Like I think most of it is going to be him learning to walk on multiple planes of reality. Yeah, which is but like taking a four-way hit of acid. Does Does he at any point? Uh, Derek has a good point. Does he at any point talk to the hand? <laughs> Talk to the hand. What's going to happen? He's fighting the one dude that should have been Mordo, but it's not. <laughs> right. Like, that dude looks, he looks, you look at that dude, looks like Mordo. Like, yeah. there's no reason why he needs, why Dr. Strange needs a black manservant and an Asian one. Wait, I don't, he's not a manservant, right? I think he's he, a valet. He's not whatever. a valet. I think he's helping him. He's like a dude, like a a dude that's trying to like teach him how to be mystical. Or wants isn't to get it, left over. Isn't that what the ancient the one is? Isn't that what the ancient one's supposed to be? Yeah, no, I mean the ancient one has stuff to do. The ancient one can't be there all the time, so give him another person. So but but that's sir, what I'm saying. Like, sir, why does he uh, need Sir? No, he's it's it's a dude. No. It's if you're if you're casting a woman as an ancient one, you don't get uh, Tilda Swinton to be the woman ancient one. I think you get her to be the you get Tilda Swinton to be the genderless ancient. Yeah, one. like oh, yeah, I, I think I think I think the ancient one here like has no gender. Yeah, that's the whole... that's, that's what I just said. It's not a woman ancient one. Woman ancient one we all know would be Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Uh, no, she's already in the Marvel Universe, though, so she can't have two roles. Right. That's why they don't go with women in ancient one. They're going with gender lips. <laughs> Duh. Keep up, Derek. That's so weird. <laughs> I, think, I think I heard Derek giggle. Yeah. Bring, I'm, the, you guys are bringing me out of my uh, my slump. Uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll settle right back down into it afterwards. <laughs> do, you need to, do you need me to call you every day? No, oh no, dude. Do you call, want me to call you? You should totally call him every day, Moses. <laughs> you should you do it. You guys should all just show up at Derek's apartment every day. I know he likes that, dude. With with friggin' Cheetos and like near beer. Can you imagine like the people the the, the people uh, showing up for the ancient one like uh like the the casting casting call and it's like Gwyneth Paltrow, Tennis Tillis Wilton. And then a, a a bunch of Asian old Asian guys, and they're like, "These guys have no chance." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Did you read the call sheet?" <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, is there such a thing as a non-sad Ben Affleck? Yeah, sure. Like, I don't know, man. He's on. I'm gonna put this thing in chat. It's a story about how Anna Kendrick wanted so bad to be in, in Batman that she asked 
uh, Ben Affleck in costume. And yeah, no, it, that will it, never get you a job. That will it, never get you a job anywhere. It, that shows you're crazy. It's a stupid story, but it, it it has the video of a junket of both of them sitting together talking about this new movie, The Accountant, that they're both in. Yeah. And uh, it, the picture that it has for that YouTube thing is Anna Kendrick in the middle of saying something and Sad Affleck right next to her. <laughs> she's, she's dressed up as like, the hamburger. She's not trying to be uh, right. the bad. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's dumb. And but that that sad Affleck is in full force, man. Well, I, I mean, he wants to make or wants to be in a good superhero movie, and well, it hasn't happened. Uh, he's him, not. He's not sad. He's broody. No, that's sad. <laughs> that's sad Affleck, man. That's and you know what it is. Not, not, no, very many people don't know this, but I think he's back on the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Just because he looks sad all the time? Wouldn't he be happy? That's not sad. That's not sad. That's that's hungover. Oh. That's, that's head pounding, um, uh, uh, overheating, and, and, and nausea. That's uh. like getting chills while feeling hot at the same time. If anybody knows hangovers, it's, it's Mo. Oh, yeah, dude. That's why I said it. But, you know... Um, yeah, it's, it's. I think that's it. He's going through a divorce. I think. Another and one. That's, yeah. Who's who's he getting divorced from? His from Electra. No, they're already divorced. Oh yeah, but he's still doing dealing with that. Or maybe it's left over from dealing with that. I think it's the fact that he finally realizes that he got everything he wanted, and it's not what he wanted. Like it's the realization <laughs> that. <laughs> That that everything that his goals in life have been are like for nothing. He's like, oh, good <laughs> lord. That would just got existential. No, but honestly, that would give him like bring him happiness and relief. Sheesh. Like the 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 nothing at the end. Like that's it. It's everything. It's all the journey, not the end. I think he's just still in character. Nah, man. Like, this is. I mean, maybe we'll do an extra episode this week and have the the Ben Affleck intervention. Anna Kendrick is just playing around. She does not want to be in a goddamn Batman movie, and she oh, doesn't want to be Squirrel Girl. No, she definitely. No, she wants to lock out, lock down that that contract because she wants to. You know, she's a a a pretty looking girl that's going to be replaced in two three years. By the next pretty looking girl. So she wants to lock down that contract so she doesn't have to worry about getting roles. Like, she don't want to play, you know, uh, uh, Selena Gomez's mom in three years. Well, she's not going to be the. <laughs> she, she knows she's not going to be Robin by dressing up as a hamburger and showing up at a junket. Like, she. No, there's. Unless she's, like, straight up on meth or something, that she can't think that's a good idea. I don't know. Maybe maybe Anna's wild like that. Did you look at that picture of Sad Affleck I put in chat? I did. And yeah. That's pretty sad, right? He does yeah. He does look sad. Um he, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I will say I do want to see that movie, The Accountant. That looks that looks fun to me. I feel yeah, like let's, I let's might be the only all, one though. All, I don't like how they make mental mental Ill, illness into superpowers again. That they started that whole thing in. Now, now being autistic means you're a a, a superhero. Uh, he's uh, not autistic. He's actually super smart. You he's can be like, smart he's a, and he's autistic. He's a Sheldon. Oz. You can you can be Sheldon uh, is autistic. Yeah, probably. It's like he's just I think super, it's more, he's a super smart guy. It's more Aspergery. And he might be a little bit of both. I mean, it's kind well, he's of he's on, on a, a spectrum. A spectrum, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I don't have a problem with superpower, mental illness. But hey, I mean, and why are you against empowering the mentally ill, Derek? Uh, because instead of getting people the help they deserve, people say, "Oh, that just means that you yeah. can fight real good." It's like, no, that means this person should get help. They minimize it and not take it a little more seriously. Well, but it's not minimizing. It's it's just showing that there's a a, a range, right? Like, it's like yeah. not every person that has a mental a mental illness necessarily needs to be pitied and and medicated. No, pity, like they should never be pitied or not necessarily medicated, but they should be tried to understood and and worked with. What? But that's the whole and point. And that's not, that's not, that's never the message in these, I in thought, these mental illness uh, uh, hero things. I, I thought Derek would be all over this movie. It's about a super smart guy that can't be around other people. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm not a superhero though. Like, I, I'm the, 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 uh, the reality of that. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not going around uh, uh, fighting crime and uh, with the with the suitcase full of guns. You're, you're also not going to a movie for reality. You're one gym membership going, away I'm from it, Derek. The movies. I haven't been outside in fucking weeks. You might be one gym membership away, Derek. <laughs> you know, you are due for a haircut. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. I was, I was uh, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do about that. <laughs> Tiger Claw says, I fully support Anna Kendrick wanting to play Robin. She always wants to be Squirrel Girl so she can have it both ways. Okay. Anna Kendrick just threw out the hamburger costume and said, fuck it, I'm not doing this. <laughs> uh, uh, we will never have a female. Will they have a female Robin in the movies, do you think? Why, why they got to get a male Robin. Like, they're they have a male Robin. Matt no, Damon as Dick Grayson. Like they they gotta work towards that. I mean, like we've had male robins in the past, but I hear where you're coming from. Like you want a good one. Burt Ward was fine. No man, I mean Burt Ward is good for what it is, but that's not like the robin that <laughs> you know the definitive robin, right? And I see who's this workman? Work? Wait, is that is that what this is? Work? Oh, I can't. Look, it's too small for me to read. Work them. Work them. Yeah. There it is. Work them. Work them in chat says. Hard to imagine that it's been a lifelong dream of hers. I'm guessing. 
Affleck just wanted to go doggy style. Jeez, work him. With the locker room talk. The locker room talk. There it is. <laughs> um, what else is happening in the news before we start getting into comic book stuff? Uh, there's a movie image. Uh, uh, they're not letting me put the picture in chat. I believe it. You know how oh, chat hates pictures. So, um, I just put a link in chat. It's the uh, new Justice League image provides our first official look at Amber Heard as Mira. That's not Mira. She still has her head. Oh. Or her body, depending on how you look at it. Uh, her forehead's kind of small. <laughs> what how, what size should her forehead be? Dude, Mira's forehead is huge. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's pretty big in this other picture. Yeah, the Photoshop one? Yeah. Yeah, that that's why it's that and that. That's hilarious. <laughs> they're like... It's Photoshop, like... They're like... Just, like, literally, that none of that is that actress. Right. It's just like... It's just the face. The, the face. face within the crown. They're like, Mira needs to have a big forehead. I don't like, if you really dissect that Photoshop picture, it's like, that face is too small for that body. Yeah, that's true. And that body, that body is way too muscular. It's like a dude. I don't know if I would go that far. But I feel you. I know they did. They released a, a set photo of the the team the other day. And yeah. I guess I was looking at I it. Got, I got mad. And I was like, I guess that cyborg, that's him in like one of those. The, the motion capture suit. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess they're going to put special effects over all that cuz uh, they did not learn they did not learn their lesson from from uh Green Lantern. They already <laughs> they already posted outtakes too. Really? Yeah, like there's one video where they're going to go into battle and Aquaman drops his trident so he takes Wonder Woman's sword. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. Uh Captain Marvel is probably going to be an origin story, a movie. Yeah, I mean, it probably should be, right? I mean, I would say forget about the origin because they're not going to go into the Miss Marvel stuff. Mm. That might be true. Like, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I wonder how they are going to do that. I guess they're probably just going to have her deal with the Creed directly huh and yeah forget about the whole captain ca- marvel right yeah man that's interesting yeah it's terrible it's like everything i liked about that character blinked away well i mean what really like what's the stuff you like about the character so much that in the origin i like well not the origin but her miss marvel her tenure as miss marvel I love I loved reading those books of just her like juggling superhero life with her real life, with her like her banging, her, her, uh, banging Spider Man, so she'd be banging the teenage Peter Parker. That'd be kind of cool. Like everything, like just just trying to get a cup of coffee was interesting to me. 
but she can still do all that. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I love how you say it like that makes it so like it's like that aspect of the character wouldn't go away because the origin changes. Yeah, but that was her book. Like that's what it was about more. Yeah. I mean, they had the fight and stuff, but they could easily not had it and it would have still been a compelling book for me. Right. Hey, poor poor Brian Reed's probably not even working anymore. Really? You think so? I mean, look him up. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's not working anymore. I think I think once Bendis got done with him, he just threw him out. It's messed up. Everyone, look, we all know Bendis is a terrible person, right? I'm I mean, joking. If you, if you ask Todd McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He just straight up just left Sam and Twitch. Yeah. And then, you know, then he was stuck with Steve Niles. Indeed. Let's see. Let's see, baby. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to talk some comics? Yeah. How about Jay? We'll start with you. Okay. Because you got two books that you read. And we'll talk about them both, but we'll talk about one first well, and then the other. All right. We can talk about one. It doesn't matter. Um, Let's talk about Champions, though. Okay. Um, yeah. That was the better of the two books that I read. Okay. Champions, number one, came out for Marvel last week. And it is... Uh, a group of of younger heroes if if i'm not mistaken i think it's it's nova miss marvel spider-man miles morales spider-man mm-hmm. uh viv who is the the daughter of the vision uh that he created um amadeus chose hulk and who am i forgetting oh and and friggin young cyclops Right. Yeah, that's that's the team, like those six the, the time displaced Cyclops. Yeah. So it basically starts out with Miss Marvel kind of angry at the Avengers because they are in her she feels like they're forgetting the little people. They're so worried about like the big things and not Worried about cleaning up after they're done. And so she quits and recruits Spider-Man and Nova to start their own team. Yeah. I know the the group of them have became a bit disillusioned with everything that's happening with the Civil War Two. Right. Um, and... I guess uh, Spider-Man and Nova had already quit the Avengers, and now she's getting around to it. So, they basically find the Hulk rescuing miners, and then they save the miners, and then they decide to be a team. 
<laughs> no. The four of them. Yeah. Okay. No. If I don't sound excited, it's because the book was super dull. Really? Yeah. It's there's something missing, and maybe part of that is me because I haven't been reading Civil War, and I haven't been seeing all the shit the Avengers have been pulling. But just coming in on it, it just seems like a super. I don't know, like a very standard first issue type thing. Like, there's nothing interesting about it. You probably need more Cyclops. Well, one thing I do know, I'm fully expecting it to get better. Like, sometimes your first issue is just not good. You got things you got to do and... Like a lot of foundation you may have to lay and... Right. But it just does it poorly. Like, if I wasn't already interested in the characters, I would stop at issue one. Wow. Um, At the very least, the art was decent. So, you know, it wasn't a pain to look at. But, yeah, it's weird. Like, these are all characters I've enjoyed reading. Right. And so when you see them, well, not Nova. I haven't read any Nova. Oh, okay. But, you know, Miss Marvel, I love everything I've read her in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like, I love him. And, you know, when you start putting together people you love, you just expect to love the book. Right. And I did not. So that's a shame. That is a shame. I mean, you know, it takes me back to, like, when I started reading Young Justice, which was, like, three awesome characters I loved, and you put them together, and it's like, oh, it's amazing. But this is not. Oh, wow. So. And I, I, I'm right there with you, honestly, in the sense that I like all those characters individually. Uh, the, the, weak, the weak link is probably Nova. And even then, it's not like he's like, I'm not disinterested in Nova. It's just that I don't find him as interesting as some of the other characters. Um, but I, I'm hoping to like the book, but I haven't read it yet. And it's unfortunate that, like, I would, th- I would think it would be something you would like just because I know you like teen heroes and you, I know you like a lot of those characters. Right. And they seem to be, like, kind of forging their own way it's not like they're like you know they don't have any adult supervision or somebody trying to tell them what to do mm-hmm. but yeah uh, i should have loved this book but it just did nothing so i'm probably gonna skip a issue two maybe three and then come in on four you're, you're gonna skip issue two and three and then just come in at four i think so you're thinking what that would be like the new arc the next arc well, at the very least, they'll be done with Foundation. Okay. And they'll be into the story by then. And so is 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 Cyclops or Viv in this book, or in this issue, or not um, yet? Actually, yeah, Viv is. Okay. Um, uh, when they're... Fuck, I forgot. Like, at some point, they need her to help the... Like, do calculations. Mm, gotcha. So, you know, they go to Vision's house, and 
meet Viv and they go off and I forgot exactly what they were doing. Gotcha. If if you guys like reading strange stories, The Vision, that book is really amazing right now. I think it's Tom King writing it. And Oh, I like Tom King. Yeah, I, I think it's Tom King. And then I can't remember who's doing the art, but the art's great too. But it is a wild little dark story, man. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And so that's why I was like, man, like, I mean, her character is def- she's not definitely not the most pronounced character throughout the series. Like, she's kind of getting her shine now, which, you know, kind of, I guess, is right in time for her to be, like, the breakout of that book and then come into this one. But, um, yeah, it's... It's interesting stuff, and it's, you know, it really, it's unfortunate to hear that it was underwhelming. Yeah. They do show Cyclops, but it's like when they're talking about getting together and then they're showing, like, other panels of other people doing stuff, like they show him and the rest of whoever is going to get recruited. So, yeah, it's, man... Yeah, I would avoid issue one and come <laughs> in later. So if you could rate it? I would give it a two out of five. Sheesh. Man, champions not doing it. <laughs> not yet. And like I said, I fully expect once hey they guys, get into the swing of things, they'll be fine. Moses, what are you watching? No, I was reading a stupid news story. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, Mo, let's talk about Shade, the changing girl. So, uh, we mentioned last week about DC's Young Animal, which right. you knew nothing about right. until we told you. Yeah, I'd, no, I'd, I did it, not it, know that. Even though I'd seen the, the uh, advertisements, but I didn't realize that's what it was. Yeah. So, uh, today was the first issue of Shade the Changing Girl, which is the new Shade title for this new imprint. DC's Young Animal is an imprint that's overseen by Gerard Way. He's the guy that did Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And the fabulous Killjoys. Yeah. On Dark Horse. He's also the founder of. My Chemical Romance. Indeed. The band. Um, but yeah, so he, um, yeah, he's overseeing this little imprint, and I guess it's a way of, like, doing a more Vertigo take. I don't know what, there's the way they're handling Vertigo right now, where it's like, if you want to do adult stories, more mature-themed stories with characters, from DC, like Vertigo is your place to go because you know it's your imprint for that. But I guess instead they did this young animal thing because um, it's all like it's Doom Patrol. The who, who else they're doing? They're doing uh, they're doing Doom Patrol. They're doing uh, the what is it? Cavernous. Cage or some shit. I don't. I haven't seen that one. Cavernous Cage. 
something like that. It's about a guy that goes underground a lot. Okay. It's a it's an old comic. You know you know how Vertigo did like they yeah. just took old old characters, um, and then just like kind of revamped them, basically reimagined them from what they were like were and made them totally different. Right. And I guess that's what they're doing here. Where um, I guess they're not really like, yeah, Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye is the title. And <laughs> Cave, Cave Carson, Carson has a cybernetic was, eye. Yeah, and but Cave Carson was an old character that used to like go underground a lot, like in those old adventure, like science adventure uh, comics, you know, along the lines of your. Uh, you know, your quarter main type, you know, or what Tom Strong was. Gotcha. Yeah. But this was back in like the 50s or some shit. And then Doom Patrol, we all know what it is. Right. Those weird characters in a team. And then Shade the Changing Man, I guess, instead of Changing Man, it's a Changing Girl, which is what I read. So it's, and then Mother Panic is another title they're doing. Which I have no idea what that is, but yeah, this is uh, is the the I guess the it's not so much a reimagining of that character, uh huh, as much as just the next step, and it kind of harkens back to the the nineteen ninety Vertigo Shade the Changing Man, and is so, that is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it's good for me. Okay. Uh, uh, it's bad for Steve Ditko because <laughs> at this point, if they decide this is the next movie, he's got nothing to do with it. Also, he's probably dead already. But um, but yeah. So this kind of basically uh, this is the next changing person, I guess. And it's a high school girl in the swim team that does drugs and everybody hates. So they fucked with her, gave her extra drugs, and she died. She went in a coma. And then she was possessed by a alien from another dimension that had stolen that, uh, was it, what they call that shit? The Mako vest or whatever? Okay. What's that shit called? Hold on. Now I won't rest till, till I know what that shit's called. Hold on. The Mako Vest. It's called the... The Miraco Vest. Which is that coat that Changing Man wears. I don't know how much Changing Man you're into. That coat is awesome. So... The Morocco? Yeah. Yeah. So. I was just watching the DC Nation short of the Changing Man, and they had the, he was wearing the jacket, and it was awesome. Oh, okay. Was it a redhead dude or a black-haired dude? Uh, I wasn't looking at his hair. <laughs> uh, I can go back to it. So, yeah, basically, um, they had some museum had that vest. You know they're curating it because you know it has powers and but it, it's the museum in the alien planet. You know, 
and this alien bird chick was banging the security guard. And then after Poiscoitus, she asked to wear it. And then he's like, no, you know, this shit kind of makes you nuts. And, you know, because that, that's part of <laughs> and then, that. That's part that's part of the whole thing. It's like, it gives you the power to warp reality, but it makes you a little nutty. Mm. It, it, it yeah. takes away your, your mind. It's a red haired guy. All right. So, so that's, um, from that, that once that character, I think is Loma or Lola, gets the vest, she basically uh, warps into this girl and possesses this girl's body on Earth. Uh, and then wakes her up from the coma, and then shit starts going crazy. Like, there's all these animals and shit around her. And then she breaks out of the coma, and then she goes... She goes back home. And then all the people that hated her are like, oh, shit, she's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but the thing is, they left her for dead, so... It's like they don't know. They don't know if she knows what happened. If they did it, you know what they did. It's kind of a little bit vague, like their involvement. Like, yeah, they offered her the drugs, but her personality type was to ask for more. So it's like they supplied her with it, but she took it overboard. They were counting on that, so it's a little, little. But she kind of, with the help of the vet, she kind of. Saw a little bit after she flipped, as you know, she she called it the world going dim. She's like, I saw them leaving as the world went dim. So I don't know where this is going from that, but it's all like it's a, it's a different take on this character. Mm-hmm. I, I read I read the Vertigo stuff, and then you know, I had to kind of tolerate the. The New 52 stuff. What New 52 stuff? Where he was, well, he was in the first, like, five issues of, what, what was it? Justice League Dark? Oh, right, right. I do remember that. Yeah. 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 So, That's why I asked if, but I guess, yeah, it was unimportant to you, so you didn't remember it. Wait, that's why you asked what? Um, yeah. So that, I mean, I, I read it. No, that's why I asked you, if, like, how much you knew about uh, uh, Shade the Man, like, earlier. Actually, I just kept talking. Hello? No, no, we're here. Yeah, you kind of you, so, you were, we're just all thinking. No, no, you yeah. were you went in, you went in and out for a second, so maybe we didn't yeah. hear you if you if you asked a question. The only thing I know uh, about him is the short I just watched. Oh no, yeah. I mean, I I would say the, the the all I know about Shade the Changing Man is probably what I I do know from that Justice League dark book. <laughs> Which is nothing. Right. So, yeah, this kind of... It, it uses the foundation kind of laid forth in the in the Vertigo years. And it builds off of that. Um, 
it does have a vertigo feel, like art-wise, pacing. Um, you know, not shying away from drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess my only gripe is that it's all high school girls, and I don't give a shit about high school girls and what they do. So I'm like not interested in the shade in that in that respect. But I mean, I'll give it a shot for another few issues just to to see where it goes from there because. I don't expect her to become, you know, Earth's greatest champion. <laughs> yeah. Is that because she's a girl or because she's in high school or both? Uh, mainly because she's in high school, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it was a high school dude, like, I, I wouldn't expect that either, but. Isn't, what's I mean, his name? That one ghostwriter a high school kid? I think he's a little bit older than that, but not too. Yeah, much. he's like he, he's like a dropout. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he's like, but he's he's already young, like he's young adult age. Which that I mean, it, I didn't think I would like that, but that that's a little more interesting age period. So, how's the art? The art's good. It's done by Marley Zarcone. Uh I've never seen anything else she's done and in fact like i only heard of her through instagram when it gives you the suggestions of what you should check out it was her artwork and then i'm like oh i like her artwork and the next thing i know she posts something about shade the changing girl and then it turns out she's the artist on shade the changing girl that's cool yeah and then the art's good the writing's good like Aside from me not liking, that's just a personal taste thing. Uh, it's written by Cecil Castellucci. Oh, wow. And I like her. She does a pretty good job. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a good job. It's a, like everything is good in it except for, for the fact that it's high school girls and high school girl drum like yeah. it's not a genre well whoa what sounds good no it doesn't it might yeah you got it might be the stream yeah what not like you guys kind of broke up for a second so yeah say that last thing you know well what was the last thing that that you and Derek were saying. Derek didn't say nothing. Oh, I thought I said I said high school, high school girls is Casalucci's like wheelhouse. That's what she does best. Yeah. As far as the stuff I've read from her, so every every time I've read her do that, it's been good. So I can just imagine that this book is good too. Yeah, that's she's a young adult fiction writer really good one yeah I guess my biggest thing is knowing where the conflict's gonna be in this book she's kind of a superhero and there's no like there's no setup for a villain you know so even like yeah it's just like high school drama stuff mm -hmm. and then maybe I guess within her, the co conflict within herself, because she's possessed by this alien entity 
and the the Morocco vest or M vest. Um. So yeah, it might be one of those things where I like one half of the book and not the other. And unfortunately, they don't print half books. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Did you like but, Plain Jane's? Uh, nah, not really. I mean, I I thought it was good and stuff, but it, it's not like something I enjoy reading. Like, in terms of genre stuff. Like, I can see where it's good and well put together, but I'm not like, oh shit, I gotta keep reading this shit, you know? Right. It's like, uh, what is it? Like, Pretty Little Liars. It's a TV show. It's a murder mystery, and it's kind of slashery. Like it has elements of like, you know, like oh, I know what you did last summer type of stuff. But it's all it's a group of four high school girls, and yeah, after like watching a couple episodes, I'm like, man, kill all these bitches. Jeez, yeah. man. So what's yeah. your what's your final verdict on Shade, the Changing Girl? Oh, five out of five. Oh wow! Despite the high school girls, no, nah, that was I was being I was joking, but it is a four <laughs> out of five. Like, <laughs> I, I I can see somebody like reading it and really enjoying it, like just because I didn't really feel it, and it's kind of how Joe Men talked about champions earlier, where it's like. I, it has the, I can see it getting better. Mm-hmm. It's just this particular one's like, yeah, I don't care. You know, shade the changing girl, I could enjoy. Shade the changing high school girl with girl dramas as villains, I might not. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So it's like, it, yeah, that's that's. It's not something I can identify with or, you know, if I can identify with something, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. But if I can even, like, care about this person's predicament, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's girl drama. I don't, you know, I don't want none of that. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Okay. I, th- I think it's something that's done a lot. And every time it's done, it's not for me. But then, so, I mean, but are you saying that, like, no matter, like, as long as it's a teenage girl that's has, like, you know, I guess what you think of as as, as girl drama, like, that's never going to interest you, you don't, you don't think? I guess you, you'd have to read it because it's really, like, it's not even teenage high school girl drama. It's like swim, girl swim team hierarchy drama. It's it's like what what girls swim team synchronized swim team hierarchy uh, drama. Oh okay. I, I so think I, it, it's like you know I watched Mean Girls, and what I didn't fall asleep through I enjoyed. <laughs> but but this, I hear you. This this isn't exactly that. Like this isn't. Uh, uh, a girl that's a little more wise beyond her years 
that I can kind of see, like, man, she shouldn't have to go through this in high school, you know? Uh-huh. Like, this is a girl that perpetuated that and then got possessed by an alien. Like, it actually reminds me of, you know, The Villain by Steve Earnhardt. Mm. Because it's really, like, it, drugs, overdose, possessed by an alien, getting powers. Got you. It's the person that shouldn't and, have had the powers that gets them. Yeah. And I, the, I mean, the reason I enjoyed the villain is because, like, oh my god, that guy that used to throw the basketball at my face now does it with super strength, you know? <laughs> and in this, it's like this isn't even like, you know, nerdy, quirky, smart girl versus popular girls. This is the queen of the popular girls in their little clique deciding who's better than who, and then they all teamed up and killed her. Or tried to kill her, and then she gets superpowers, and then we we don't know if she's even gonna try to fuck with them. Gotcha. Yeah, and then if she's not fucking with them, who's she gonna be fucking with? Like, (laughs) who's she gonna be fighting? Like, there's no, you know, it 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 sounds a little nitpicky. I hear it myself Mm -hmm. because I'm always, you know, bitching about these number one issues. Oh, they're too introductory. They're too, you know, oh, they're too formulaic. The villain just crashed in at page 13. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, my God, they're doing the thing where they do parallel stories with the villain and the hero. Right. Yeah, you know, like, you know, it is a little nitpicky, but hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm dissecting it and reviewing it for you people because you guys are too lazy to read it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do recommend the book. Like, I think, I think. I think me giving it this review isn't it's just my perception and my yeah. reaction to reading this. It's like your not, personal taste. It's not like yeah, it's like I I wouldn't recommend you know, it's not like I wouldn't recommend this book. Right. You know? It's just it's you would recommend that, it to a particular I, I would, person. I would actually tell everybody to read and I want to hear everybody's different perspective and take on it. Because it is like it, it's it's weird. That's what young animal is gonna be, I guess. It's, it's just it's a little little different, little offbeat, and, mm-hmm. and some people are gonna love it. Some people are gonna be like, eh. And then, like I said, I, I want I'm I still I want to give it like three a three. I I, I got to come up with a formula for this, but there's got to be a cutoff point, like three issues or the first arc or yeah. You know. I I think I I know personally, it's like I don't give every book this many issues, but. Generally speaking, if I'm giving a book a chance after issue five, if they don't yeah. have me, I'm kind of done. Because yeah. I figure like five issues is probably the most issues you're going to take to get through an entire arc. And so either, you know, maybe you did the first arc and you, you're, you came around or maybe you got through arc one and now you're starting arc two and I kind of get to see where you might be going next. But if it's like if if I get through five issues and I'm not sold, and like again, I don't do that with every book. Cause some books are are you know not all books are created equal. I've definitely yeah. read books where it's like okay, I went through an issue and I'm like I'll give it a second issue and read the second issue like oh nope, or some well, that I, mean, I read the first issue and I'm like get, nope. I know there's some new, books you new fifty two Wildstorm like yeah yeah you read like fifty of those yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, I love Stormwatch, and I wanted it to be good, and I was hoping it would come around, but 
Nah, man. Like it's but, like but none by of that you magic. Buying it still, they, they're like, oh, it's doing good. Say what? By you buying it every month, they're like, oh, it's doing good. No, nobody felt that about Stormwatch. <laughs> like they were like, who keeps buying this book? <laughs> that's what they're. That's what they're doing. They were trying to figure out like who who are these people. It's like me and, then, and like. And then Jim Lee answered as he's counting his money. Huh? <laughs> Look. That's why Jim Lee's relaunching it. He's like, let's do this for real now. Like, good. Let's get Warren back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Warren. That's my boy. Um, no, so what's your what's your real rating then for? Uh, yeah. I'd give it a four. Four I out of five. I like the art a lot. And I liked, um, I liked their respect of the past of the, sh- the, the Shade character, particularly the Vertigo stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I like, the reason I had asked the question was only because I was, like, trying to figure out, like, was it something about this book in particular? Or is it just, like, you know, like, teenage female, a teenage female thing? Which, you know, I mean, I guess I could understand that, too. But, you know, I'm just, uh, my thought is more so, like, you know, I, I there's books you, that I think of that you've read that, had teenage female protagonists that you like. Name one. Uh, Nutmeg? No, you, I didn't read that. You didn't read Nutmeg? I thought you did. No. I read it. No. It was uh, awesome. Yeah, no, Nutmeg was good. I, I know I mean, you didn't it's read... Weird because, like, it's, it's so weird because I think anime gets a pass because if I watch something in an anime and it's like high school girls I think I have a more open mind towards it yeah I mean anime is definitely its own animal and I guess that's I mean what I did like about this book it had that like anime feel like that like Uh, okay so uh, you know I guess that's why I you know I dissected it the way I did but overall you know it it uh, it was okay but I don't know I'm used to changing man not necessarily being a man, but being an adult. Got you. And uh, and then dealing with, you know, other adults, either in fighting them or working with them. I get it, yeah, it's a very different take on it, I guess, with this this drug uh, star swimmer. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, I read Death of X, number one, and uh, Death of X is basically, you know, every time that you've heard me say, you know, what the hell happened to Cyclops, why does everybody hate Cyclops, why, why are people talking terrible about Cyclops, what did he do? Since every time you've heard me say that, since we came back from the whole, uh, uh, watch Secret Wars universe, <laughs> it's like this book is basically the beginning of the story of what happened to Cyclops, <laughs> and it literally, literally. Well, I I, I guess to the X Men in general in in this gap of time, because I guess it was what maybe eight months or nine months in between when the books 
transitioned, I guess, like there's a time skip where that is covered by the Secret Wars era, whatever. Um, and so it, it does like, it, it was interesting for me personally, just because when you start the book, it starts like in that era of the Marvel Universe, it's like pre-Secret Wars, and so it's like the X-Men are going, they're flying to Muir Island, and it's like <laughs> Cyclops is like piloting the jet, and Emma's there next to him, and it's like it friggin' Gold Balls is on the team, and like it's like it's the X-Men team that I remember from before Secret Wars, and I'm like, oh, these are my people. Like this is, the, you know, this is cool. I, it already had me in a good spot. And uh, and and so you knew, or it it shows you the X Men are flying to Mirror Island, and then it shows the Inhumans, and the Inhumans are going to uh, I think it's Japan, and they're following the Terrigen Cloud, the cl the cloud of Terrigen Mist that's been going around the world or whatnot, and so it's uh it's interesting because. The book's written by Jeff Lemire, who's writing mo or like two X books, and and Charles Sewell, who's writing the two Inhuman books, and so they came together to write this story, and uh, Aaron Cooter is the artist. Oh man! Yeah, I love that guy. No, is he's he getting weird with it, or is he like, you know, he's got a nice collar on him. <laughs> well, he said, "Is he getting weird with it, or is there, or does is it does he have a nice collar on him?" Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, when you say collar, are you asking like if they shackled him at Marvel? Yeah. I I mean, not necessarily. Like, it's not like Marvel shackled him. I, I've seen, I've seen, I, I've seen his shackled work at DC, mm -hmm. and it's good, but it's not like unshackled. Gotcha, uh, Aaron Cooter. I mean, I will say that I felt like the art was great in this book. I, I feel like he, he did a good job. And I feel like, you know, it's definitely, like, standard kind of fair, I think, in the book as far as, like, it's very straight-up comic book. But there are moments in the book where you do see, like, I think he's a, a, was allowed more so to kind of be just slightly more artsy uh, because there, there are moments, there's moments in the book where you're like, whoa, like this is what, this is what we're seeing right now. This is what's happening. And those moments, like it, you can tell that he's a good artist because those, yeah. those moments definitely like, or like he gets better he gets than a good see, artist. I'm like he's, he'll, he, he'll probably be one of the great comic book artists be yeah. because I, yeah, he's great in that in those moments well it's in the composition like where everything goes next to each other yeah and then what he chooses to do like i just i am watching this this uh picture and it's like hourglass and then medusa is like holding yeah. it with her hair yeah yeah that's the the cover for issue two if i'm not mistaken and then there's there's one with cyclops and i don't know who's behind them but he's holding the planet and then the planet's like melting Oh, I don't like. I don't know. That might be like issue four. Like, Maybe he gets real like trippy with stuff. Oh man, this looks awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a really good book because 
what the story does is it basically lays out the foundation for both of these groups of people. And it's kind of showing like how these two groups, they're running, the stories run parallel to each other for the Inhumans and the, and the X-Men, but it's kind of showing how they're on a collision course. Because of course, at this point, we already know that the Terrigen Mist is giving Mpox to the mutants and basically like just killing them. Like peop the Terrigen Mist hits mutants and it kind of just wipes them out. And but at this point in the story, the mutants that's don't. That's not how that's supposed to work. Why? Why not? Because we all read Earth X. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Joe's like I didn't read it. No, that that's not what. Well, yeah, this is not Earth X. This is definitely is definitely uh, friggin' mutants are are getting wiped out by this stuff, which is that's been the status quo. You know, for the past, like, I guess almost a year now. Mutants are always since, getting wiped out by something. No, it's... Since, it's, in, since Inhumanity? Is that what it was called? Um, no. Did they deal with that there? Well, you know, no, actually, I don't... It, maybe it wasn't. It, maybe that did happen in Inhumanity, maybe. But I know it's kind of more so... Like, I, they talked about it, I think, just before... Secret Wars. Mm. And then they went into the whole Secret Wars thing, and then coming out of it, the mutants were, like, like mm. in a bad spot because they're like, this Terrigen Cloud is killing us. And First it was Sentinels and Scarlet Witch. Now yeah. Terrigen Clouds. Yeah. No, Legacy Virus. Right. Dude, mutants are pretty weak. Like, they're, they're not weak. They survive everything. They're not weak. It's just everybody wants to get rid of them. Most of them don't, though. Well, no, I mean, look, the, most of the ones that, most of them do, and then the ones that don't generally come back. So, <laughs> you know, you can't, I don't know, I can't call them weak. It's like, think about it. It's like, it, it's not their fault that people target them. And then on top of that, it's like just natural things. It's like, it's not like it, they're different genetically, and it's not like their fault, or you can't call them weak because, oh, well, this thing that a group of people decided to let loose across the globe affects their genetics in a different way. Like, that's not weakness. That's just, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm you... I'm pretty sure when you look in a dictionary, that's the definition of weakness. I, I disagree. <laughs> depends but, depends you know, on who you ask. I guess. I mean, if you ask, you know, Darwin. <laughs> See, but that's the thing. I, you know, it's like they have, they have uh, uh, friggin' gifts and abilities that make them stronger than anybody as well. But if that same genetic uh, uh, quirk makes them susceptible to something in particular, it's like, do you call that a weakness or do you call that a strength? It's I like, call it a weakness. They're I, just one Scarlet Witch mood swing from being wiped out of existence. Well, that's good. That Scarlet Witch could do that to anybody, though. Yeah, Why she chooses to do it to mutants, even though she is one, I don't know. 
Or I guess technically she's not one anymore, but whatever. Is she an inhuman now? No. They they tried to say that they, they retconned her origin, her and um Quicks uh, and Quicksilver to have been experimented on by the the high evolutionary. Were they still Magneto's kids? No. What? That's bullshit. That fucks up everything. I mean, or does it? Kind of does. Yeah. But this story is interesting because it they run parallel and it shows kind of the rise of the Inhumans and the fall of the mutants. Because, like, the world is, like, kind of embracing the Terrigen Cloud and humans are excited about the idea that they might be able to get powers because of this quirk in their DNA, their own DNA. That's a little hypocritical, isn't it? It absolutely is. It, it absolutely, but dude, that's look, that's the world we live in. Like, <laughs> that's that's real life. It's a little hypocritical. Look, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like when when the police were like, "Hey, be careful out here with these clowns. Don't hurt them." We don't want to hurt somebody innocent, don't you? You know, everybody. It's like you fuck those clowns. <laughs> wait, and it's like wait, what? Being careful of clowns, like you gonna make black people start wearing clown makeup? <laughs> it's like wait a minute, but you know, but the fact is, they're embracing the Terrigen mist and whatnot, but the mutants are just finding out that this is something that's detrimental to them. And, of course, you know, Cyclops being Cyclops that he is, in, or at least was in that, in that we've known him to be, is, like, all about him and his people. And so once he realizes, like, oh, man, this cloud is really, like, dangerous for people like me, he's like, we got to do something. And it's about, it's about to get real. Can't Storm just, like, make it go away? I mean, maybe. I mean, Storm's powerful, but I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder I wonder, I wonder how that would work. I mean, at the same time, too, it's like, Lord knows she doesn't want to get near it. All right, but she, contr- she can control the weather from afar. Can she? she? Yeah. How do you know? I've seen her do it. I mean, well, like, is a mutant, right? What? Say what? Whirlwind? No, he's not. Who? Whirlwind? Yeah. Oh, no, no. He's not a mutant. Yeah. Um, so then he can do it. I don't think Whirlwind is strong enough. Storm he's might definitely be... definitely not. Storm is is strong enough, but I don't know that she can get close enough to actually affect that change. Because, like... It's not like storm can affect weather patterns on the other side of the world or anything like that. Or no, she would have to get, like, kind of close to it, but. Right. I mean, she might be able to get close enough to that it won't affect her, but I don't. You know, also, too, it's like, I'm not sure. Like, I know she could control, definitely control the wind. I know she has uh, a certain amount of control, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if she has, like, fine like I don't know how fine her her control over wind is. Like I I know you can send it all that way, you know what I'm saying? Or like send the wind all going that way. But it's a cloud. 
So, like, how you have to have like a wall of wind. You just send it up. You make a tornado. Right. Maybe around that might it. work. So she needs to team up with like Sunfire. <laughs> so you can heat up the air. There it is. Hopefully that's oh, issue two. Or what's her name? Whom? Fuck. I can't think of her name right now. But she used to be a new warrior. And then she ended up being like a counselor for kids with the powers. What'd she do? Uh, she had wind powers. I mean, she wasn't a mutant. Like, it was all a suit. But oh. she's helping Storm. And she could get closer. And then she, it was, like, mechanical? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, she was in one of the books you you had. Or I had. Okay. Ty- like, Ty- she was Ty- in Claw Runaways. Asked a good question in chat. What's the question? How long... How long before beasts create the vaccine that will protect mutants from the myths? Well, that's actually mm-hmm. the first the first call that Cyclops makes is to Beast. And which I which is uh, like ironic and somewhat interesting because you know they were not on good terms at that point. And so it's like, you know, Beast is totally like surprised about getting the call, not only because it's like it's Scott, but it's like it's Scott on your island. Like, what do you, what do you have to say? <laughs> and so, you know, he lets them know, and it's like that makes sense because of eventually, or at least when you come out of Secret Wars, you have Beast in the Inhumans book, and you know, obviously, you're kind of like, well, what's he doing there as opposed to being with the X Men, but. It, when you see, or at least, you know, you they do like let you know in that in the initial Inhumans book that he's there because he's studying the effects of Terrigen on mutants. That's cool. But it's like you know you kind of get to see him first get that news and and start like trying to figure out what's going on. But it definitely is. I mean, this book has definitely laid the foundation. And is going to tell the story of what happened to get the X-Men to the state that they're at right now. It's definitely all going to be a primer for... Uh, the Rebirth of in- X? No, no. Uh, Inhumans versus X-Men. Oh, they are going through with that. Yeah. And so it should be, uh, it should be interesting. Man, I don't know who to root for. The X-Men. But... They'll probably lose, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, you got Medusa, you got Captain Marvel will probably side with the Inhumans. Why is Captain Marvel in it? Oh, Miss Marvel, you mean? Do I mean Miss? I mean Captain, the one that's up on a little space station. Oh, why, why would she? Because she's part of A-Force, like Medusa. Oh, Okay, so I mean, I mean, you're not gonna let your friends. But I'm saying they're mutants on A Force. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know why like, they don't count, but hey. no, I'm not saying they don't count. I just need more time to figure it out. Like, man, the consequences will be monumental. Yeah, this could rip A Force apart. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 
A Force will never be the same. In a very special issue <laughs> of A Force. So, uh, needless, needless to say, if if you like, I mean, it's a great comic book story. It's like it's not you're not gonna get necessarily uh, story wise. It like there's nothing here that's like necessarily breaking any new ground, but it does have its moments, no question. Um, and the art is fantastic, so I would definitely recommend it. And plus, of course, like I, I'm happy to see like that old version of the X Men with the Cyclops that. I haven't seen or got to read for like damn near a year, so I'm d that's definitely a bias. But I enjoyed it, and it was cool seeing the Inhumans as well in like a cool, happy state too. So it's it's good uh, Marvel comicing. I give it a four out of five. Cool. All right. Anybody got anything else they want to talk about before we get out of here? Does Derek feel better? Derek, Derek's asleep. No, I'm not asleep. <laughs> I'm awake. Oh, okay, good. Derek's awake. Do you feel better, Derek, at all? No. 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 Glad, glad we could help. We put him right back in his slump. We started talking about Hulk Amadeus Cho, and he was like, I'm back in my unhappy place. I think it was Shade the Changing Guru. There, it was the, Shade the Changing Girl. It was Shade the Changing Girl. That's what it was. It's like, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll do some. Oh, oh go ahead. Uh, there was one new story I didn't get to. Oh, let's hear it. That, you know, there's no real proof of this. I hope that Legion, the TV show, is it. But the big news out of New York City Comic Con, which I was at the panel for uh, Legion, uh, they they showed the first half of the episode. Okay. And it got a it got a standing ovation. Really? Yeah, but I don't think those people like ever read that one issue of X Men Legacy <laughs> that I read. Right. They they didn't read <laughs> but, that one issue of X Men Legacy. You're right, Moses. But. <laughs> But uh, Jeff Loeb was on the panel, and uh, he said that Fox and Marvel are are starting to build bridges together in regards to the the X X uh, universe. I I don't want any bridges built from the current X universe to the current Marvel Cinematic Universe. I I would like those two those two nations to never have any business with each other. Now, if they want to start some new stuff, like a la uh, Sony, if they're like, oh, okay, well, let's scrap everything we did before and just do, we'll make a new Spider-Man and bring him into your universe. If they want to do that with X-Men, I'm all for that. It could be... With, Le huh? with Legion, though, they couldn't, couldn't they uh, reboot the whole X-Universe? I mean, yeah, Legion could totally, like... I mean, if Legion has all the different powers, like if his mind isn't fractured, his powers all together in one mind can definitely alter the fabric of like the universe. 
So yeah, if that's what if that's how they want to do it, I'm all for that. Then they can like totally get like redo their universe that way, and say, oh well, that that universe still exists somewhere, but don't let it touch the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Unless it's, it's Deadpool. Also, is, is Deadpool's it a little okay. bad that I like? I'm kind of excited for the show. No, look, look, there's nothing wrong with it. Like you can be excited for Legion. I am. I would like to see it. I don't know that it's going to be Legion, but I'll I'll wa- give it a try. Like so far, I haven't seen anything that says it's not. You know, it's very because it's all teasers, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, granted, I all I know about Legion is that one issue of X Men Legacy that I read. Right. Well, that's a good but, issue, though. <laughs> yeah, I I felt like I'm a fan of Legion. Yeah, no, I mean a lot, a lot of what you need to know about Legion gets given to you in that issue. Yeah, it's Kieran Gillen, right? Mm, I think it was, yes. Yeah. Um, but um, I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's a she was good in in Guardians of the Galaxy. You're um, dumb. <laughs> I forgot where I was going. But yeah, I think because it's FX and FX does good stuff. Yeah. Like, I have high hopes for it. And also, I don't think Brian Singer has anything to do with it other than maybe executive, executive producer. Hey. Like, in in name only. I'm totally down for a reimagining of all things X-Men multimedia. Because... Like, I've definitely been, like, becoming more and more disenchanted as we go. I know um, Oz talked about that article of that mentioned Mr. Sinister in Logan. Right. And I was reading it. And basically, in one of the, the, I think, the apocalypse commentary... Brian Singer said that Mr. Sinister is going to be in the third Wolverine movie. Oh, I believe it. I mean, they had... I the, can't wait. They had that teaser at the end, right? How's he going to look, though? I don't know. Like, judging Sinister. by Apocalypse, he's not going to look good. Like, I think, if anything, Sinister should have been the Nazi dude in... X-Men First Class. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Because it's already, like, I mean, you know, like, Captain America First Avenger had him fighting Nazis, but not full-on Nazis, because it's like, Captain America will stop that whole war like that, you know? But they, he kind of weaseled his way into fighting Hydra because he had a, another goal, you know? It just happened to take him through Hydra, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think they could have done that with Mr. Sinister. Like, he could have been a, an experimenter for the Nazis, like, them dealing with the X-Gene or something, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I would go so far as to say Mr. Sinister probably wasn't, <laughs> like, some kind of, did some kind of experimentation with the Nazis because he's lived through all Yeah, he's lived eras. through all that time, and that's his wheelhouse, like. They gave him free reign on subjects, you know? They right. would have given him free reign, rather. Right. And yeah. he's super white. Yeah, like, way white. Right. They're totally, they love that. They're like, wow, 
How do we get as pale as you? And black hair like the Fuhrer. <laughs> I don't know. I think only the Fuhrer was supposed to have black hair. I think everybody else was supposed <laughs> to have blonde, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay. He was the only one with black hair. Oh, yeah. No, and look. olive skin, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and dark eyes. This dude did not, he did not match the archetype that he was trying to have everyone live up to. Yeah. He, uh, he looked like Mussolini's cousin. <laughs> Hitler would be so mad at that. <laughs> He'd be like, no. That's the title for this week's episode. <laughs> it was like Mussolini's cousin. <laughs> no, Hitler would be so mad at that. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, Mussolini's cousin. <laughs> uh, all right. Derek H., give us some final thoughts, buddy. Um. The CW is uh, still doing good. Uh, Netflix is still doing good. Uh, ABC needs to get their stuff together because S.H.I.E.L.D. could be doing better, but I don't feel like they're being given the budget or the, uh, the what do you call that, the means to be all they can be. Also, go to allgames.com and use the, all ga- use the Amazon link to buy stuff. Uh, it helps out the show. Yeah. Oscar, final thoughts. Is anybody watching the stream? Yes. Good. But I'm <laughs> yeah. glad they picked a, a, ending, a end date so they can get on with the story and not try to stretch it out. Indeed. Most magnum. Yeah. Final no, I, I, I agree with all I know they had an ending period even before the books had an ending and I know they had stuff to put into the TV show beyond the ending with an ending too like side story type stuff so they 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 definitely anticipated like a five season thing period so I I, it's really good although I did watch Blade 2 today and, and then it's like, well, you know, basically, he made a world revolving Blade 2 in, <laughs> in the stream. Hey, Blade 2, that's the one where their face comes apart too, right? Right, and they have the tongue thing that, that eats the... And, yeah, and, Wesley you know... Wesley Snipes should totally show up for the season finale. Well, they have the Blade already. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever. yeah. That's wild. They made Blade white. That's not right. <laughs> that dude's so white, he bleeds white. <laughs> <laughs> like his blood, they call the white. Right. Oz loves him. Jay, final thoughts. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We do appreciate you. Uh, go ahead, hit us up uh, on Twitter at Fantastic Forum. That's one word at Fantastic Forum. Um, yeah, follow us. Friggin' talk to us. Let us know what it is that you want to see. What it is that you want to hear. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think about us individually. 
We'll talk back. And, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. It's awesome. We appreciate you. This is Fantastic Forum. And until next week, we're out.